This is the Motor Cop Chronicles podcast with the midweek news. Join your hosts, Iceman and Holstera, two law enforcement professionals ready to offer their unfiltered opinions on the latest news from the world of law enforcement. No filters, no edits. So be warned, the content may be upsetting to some listeners. Sit down and hold up. This may get a little bumpy. Welcome, Motor Cop Chronicles podcast, midweek news. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Holster, you might want to hold on your end when don't get messed up. For some reason, we're about 30 seconds behind. So Really? Yeah, it was lagging at first, but it's 30 seconds behind. <laughs> I don't know why. I went live yesterday, and everything worked fine. Of course, you know, wouldn't be our podcast unless something was screwing up. So we're here. That is true. It's a little bit late, but we are here. I want to get the... Uh, So, uh, let's go ahead and get the uh, housekeeping out the way. And uh, like and subscribe, hit the bells, share it. Please share it. Help us spread out. Uh, so far this month uh, has been our largest downloaded on uh, the audio podcast platform itself. Is uh, Giggity. Never had a, a month quite this large. So, hopefully we retain the people. You know, that's what happens when your co-host finds his uh, my button, his buttons. All right, so we're gonna do that. Uh, like I said, like and subscribe, write us a review. We'll shout it out to you. Uh, I do have some uh, uh, email I got sent to me. Uh, pretty sure most of y'all have listened to the uh, episode where we uh, had Natasha on. I got an email from, I'm not going to say the person's name, of course, because I don't do that. And, uh, but he, I, I'm, I was, he's in the same state as her. And, uh, we'll just say this is, uh, from GM. He says, uh, he's still loving the show. He says a quick note and last. He said, says Natasha got a little stuff confused. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. And I want to, uh, fix it. So, and it was basically on the gun law stuff. And he said he wanted to clarify it because uh, as shitty as Washington is and not quite as ludicrous as some things she said or whatever, first Washington is an open carry, Washington state is an open carry state. He says I uh, pay, he says he carries and pays very close attention to the laws. And he says, second of all, the SROs are allowed to carry firearms in schools. He said it may be a, the request of that school district or that school that they are unarmed. You know, that, that, that kind of makes sense. And if that is the case, and if I was an SRO and I was in a school out there and they said, and the I school quit. district said, uh, we don't want you armed, I wouldn't be working in that school. I'm sorry. I'm not walking in uniform unarmed. And he said, but it's not a state regulation. So it must be from county to county or district to district out there. He said he is trying to be a deputy sheriff, and he hangs out with a few local cops and deputies. So he keeps up with the bullshit uh, that the state puts him through. <laughs> he did say, I want to say, he says, he knows I don't give a shit about Washington. He's just an active listener, and he hates it uh, when something's wrong. I appreciate it. Don't mind being fact-checked whatsoever. Something's misspoke. Well, wait a second now. It's misspoke. 
So I'm seeing this, and it says Senate Bill 5038 will be considered by the Senate Law and Justice Committee as drafted. The bill makes it a crime to openly carry on the person or in a vehicle a firearm or other weapon if the person is participating in or attending a demonstration in public places. Uh, so you just can't carry it open can't whenever open you're out, like, demonstration, murder. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. So anyway, I appreciate it, Gavin. <clears throat> I'm sure Natasha appreciated that. Uh, you know, now she knows she can open carry out there and stuff. Also, without having a permit, I guess. Uh, she has to have a permit to conceal carry. You have to have one here. I think there's only a couple, like maybe Texas or something like that, that you don't have to have a permit to conceal carry. I'm not sure which state it is. Here's some breaking news that it just pulled now, up. Washington's Inslee signs trio of gun bills three hours ago, including the ban on sale of high capacity magazines. Yeah, so that might be changing rapidly. Well, never mind. I, I don't ever mind being fact checked. I'd rather uh, he don't. I do get it right than have it wrong. <laughs> so I appreciate it a lot. And uh, is that the? I don't <laughs> I feel like I don't hate the state of Washington, or not, I don't not give a shit about it. I do. Is the state of Washington? I don't like. Most of the places, I don't want to say, I think Chicago or New York would probably be a decent place if they get different politicians. Can right, I somebody f- kidnap my co-host. Can I finish now? I'm on mute. I'm, on, I'm about to mute his mic. <laughs> if they let law enforcement, like when Giuliani was the mayor over there, the city was actually becoming a safe place and getting cleaned up, and it was not that bad. It all goes to who's running the city and how they'll let which criminals do what. So... Any place can be cleaned up, but uh, I apologize if you think I hate your state. I don't hate your state. I, I hate what they're doing in your state. So we're going to get on to the other. I'm going to I'm going to just mute him completely, and he's just going to be sitting there with his lips moving in a little bit, not saying a word. Hey, did you know stay five out of the, six people stay, enjoy stay Russian off, roulette? Stay off the crack pipe. Stay off the crack me? pipe. I'm ignoring you. That was actually a fact from a listener. I know. I read the same one. <laughs> you were just fucking waiting for it. So, well, we're going to start out with the news stories. Uh, uh, the 400 ballistics vest? Nope. Yeah. You're starting off with a text message first? Okay. No, no. First of all, I'm starting <laughs> out with this. If y'all remember the episode with JoJo, JoJo sent an email the other day and, uh, Said this is what she saw. Here's a picture. I'm gonna pull it up right here. This is what she saw on her way into where she works at. Uh, she's a she does plants and she got a degree and stuff in that. But if you look real close, there's like three kangaroos out there. They uh, all wanted a hug. Uh, <laughs> wrote her back telling her, you know, bam, we probably want to go pet them and give them a hug. She's like, I want to jump in her pouch. That would not be a very good idea. That. Uh, she said they're they're not usually aggressive unless they feel uh, frightened or intimidated. So just don't make eye contact. I just couldn't imagine going around like shoe kangaroo, leave. But anyway, it's cool that she sent the picture from Australia on her way into work, and there was three kangaroos just hanging out there <laughs> at the front of it. I think they're a nuisance there. Like probably, people hit them with their fucking car and shit. Like probably moose like deer. Uh, armadillos or something around here i don't know we think they're. but just, you can't do away with them i mean australia fought an entire damn war against kangaroos and lost well i know they uh kangaroo meat thing is a thing 
I've eaten so a kangaroo delicious. kangaroo burger, so it is a thing. So uh, go ahead and start us off with the stolen bulletproof vest. This you sure this is the right podcast? About 400 ballistics vests donated to the Ukraine stolen in New York City. <laughs> About 400 used bullet-resistant, well, used bullet-resistant vests aren't that good. About 400 used ballistic vests that were collected for donations to people in Ukraine from law enforcement agencies have been stolen in the city of New York, according to Fox News. Oh, shit. Now the th- hug of thugs are going to have fucking protection. The vests were removed from a building in the East Village neighborhood of Manhattan sometime overnight between Tuesday and Wednesday. The New York Post reported, It is despicable that someone would break into a building to steal supplies and materials intended to aid those affected by this humanitarian crisis. Vicki Sumshit, a spokeswoman for the Suffolk County Sheriff's Office, which has made a large donation of vests last week, told WABC-TV of New York City, Security camera footage from a next-door business showed three vans pulling up outside, so this was not a small operation. The building, one after another, with men in hoods calmly and casually carrying out boxes believed to be containing the vest and loading them into the vehicle, then driving away. Uh, The vests were intended to be sent to medical workers and humanitarian aid volunteers in Ukraine. (sighs) You know as well as I do... That 762 is not going to be stopped by a regular PD vest. No, no, but it might slow it down. It might grab some shrapnel or something like that. Uh, also, it almost has to be a maybe inside, inside job, job or something because, I mean, somebody had to know that they were there. And, and you, you just tell me that building with that much equipment in it wasn't secured? And, and you got to have – they just didn't throw that many vests in uh, – the back of their car in the trunk or something. So they had to come prepared for that. that they didn't start looking for uh inside job there. Yeah. Yeah. Dan's saying the same thing. He's hitting somebody tipped him off. That's be an inside job. There's a lot of bulletproof vests out there though. Uh, like I said, it's not gonna stop a rifle range uh, round. It takes all day. Yeah, that's what I don't understand about shipping vest. to the Ukraine. I mean that's basically our vests are designed to stop Small caliber arms, um, nine forty-five. I think all the way up to the three fifty-seven Magnum. But yeah. anything with a lot of velocity, like a two-two-three round, we got to have plates for. Yeah, well, like I said I guess some protection is better than none. Might help against some shrapnel or something like that with bombs going off or something. Like I said, something's better than nothing. That's true. That's true. It's like video games when the you know your hat is like a level one. You upgrade to a level two hat. Supposedly it's better. Dude's going straight up nerd on me right now. Oh, we play video games together. Shut up. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played in a long time. I think uh, play, I just got a PS Five. I even plugged some bitch in. I believe my uh, my PS Four went kaput anyway. Uh, last time I tried to use it, it had a zero sound on it. So that is what it is on that one. This next story, we are gonna shoot over to the great state or city of, left. of New York City. <laughs> New York, uh, the police, police defunded New York City's crime uh, is on the rise. Uh, a man, 35-year-old, there's actually two stories in this one. I found another one. I got a video on it. But a man that was 35 years old punched a 92-year-old woman 
in the back of the head, knocking her to the ground as she was outside, uh, I guess, at an open-air restaurant reading the menu. That's that, not that, nice. That, that is some messed up shit right there that a 35-year-old man would punch a 92-year-old lady. This happened in Manhattan, New York. Yeah, but didn't it happen last week with the uh, was it the African American guy that attacked the Asian woman? Yeah, the same thing. She I was an that, elderly I Asian that, woman. I, thought, I believe that was in New York. Uh, the defunded New York City visitors and residents alike are the daily victims of random vicious attacks by homeless and heartless who roam the streets. It's not just homeless, because uh, the next story we're gonna have you're gonna be like, what the hell, and uh. They roam the streets, securing the knowledge they will not have justice served to them. Basically, they'll get arrested, and they just they just let them out of jail or write them a ticket. Thursday afternoon, on the tree-lined streets of the wealthy and safe, safe Upper West Side, an elderly woman was randomly punched in the head while she was pers- uh, looking at the menu outside of Manny's Bistro. The woman, who did not want to be identified, said she is 92 years old. She said, suddenly I got a terrible bang on the back of my head. I thought something had fallen on me. The New York Police Department officers arrested a 35-year-old man for the horrific attack several blocks away. The victim said she was standing on the sidewalk looking at the menu when she was punched in the back of the head. She did not see her attacker, but the restaurant owner, uh, Manuel Colon, did and followed him. Uh, I guess he saw what happened. He followed him, called the cops. He called 911. At least he wasn't blowing a whistle. Yeah. That's Chicago. They blow whistles, I believe. Colin said he stayed a few paces behind the the bad guy, and he watched him, and he was harassing other people on the street. And uh, I said the man uh, was identified as Enrique Luese, or Luze, I don't know how to say his last name, 35. He was unsteady on his feet and appeared to be intoxicated. Go figure. <clears throat> I just kept keeping an eye on him in, in case he tried to attack somebody else. So, I mean, at least the guy followed him. I know how I am. If I'd have seen that happen, I would have jumped. Herb stomp. I'd have jumped on his ass right, right then and there. And uh, like a rabid spider monkey. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he got arrested. He uh, he said he is a resident of New Brighton on Staten Island. He was charged with one count of assault. It is not known if he was released after being booked. The suspect was previously arrested for DWI. Uh, you remember that movie, The Punisher? The old lady said she is feeling okay and stuff, and uh, she she looks like they're going to be fine. Uh, yes, I do remember. These cities are causing that kind of shit. Eventually, one day, somebody's going to step up and go, I'm just going to start killing them because the cops won't keep them in jail. Well, it ain't the cops, it's the DA. We all know that, but. That's the problem. The cops would gladly arrest them, but they're they're not letting them do it. But yeah, before you're even done with the report, they're already back out on the fucking street. This next one right here, uh, this was out of New York too. There's a video. So I say there's a video if it pops up for me. Woman shoved to the ground in Chelsea. Barbara Guster later died from her injuries. Now nearly two weeks later, a twenty six year old woman has surrendered to New York cops. But the big question tonight. Why did she do this? Eyewitness News reporter N.J. Burkett is live in Chelsea with more. N.J. Today, of course, that is the big question that Bill is asking. Why did she do it? What led up to this horrible incident that, of course, captivated the city? And when you talk to... 
Now, when we get to the part where we see who got arrested and who did it, I was like, yeah, I didn't see that coming at all. It's like she wasn't homeless looking or anything. It's kind of messed up. People about this whole situation. It's elderly people in the city who feel this newfound sense of vulnerability. But yes, a suspect was arraigned here moments ago. A single count of manslaughter, two counts of second degree assault. Prosecutors said in open court that she actually fled to her parents' home on Long Island in the days after the incident and then apparently hid there until there was an anonymous tip to police, which prompted her surrender in New York this morning. Lauren Pazienza hid her face behind her long red hair and said nothing as she was led from the 10th precinct after surrendering to NYPD detectives. But onlookers had plenty to say. Horrible, absolutely horrible. How do you shove an old lady? How do you shove anybody? We feel victimized. We feel easily victimized. And I began to feel vulnerable. Ms. Pazienza's face was practically everywhere for nearly two weeks. Is a young. I think she's what twenty something years old or something. How did how did she only get manslaughter she, if shoving she, her was the result of a murder? No, she pushed her down, and I, they're going to say it on here. She, they pushed her down, and I believe the uh, she hit her head on the ground or something. I think she just shoved her, and she must have fell down and hit her head. I think she, it says in here. I think, believe she uh, ended up passing away from a traumatic brain injury. But I mean, look look at her. I mean, look at her. She don't she don't look like she would be. Yeah, but that but that'd be aggravated battery with great bodily harm. Well, that's that's murder. Uh, some states just got different laws for some reason. You know how I mean? Hell, I mean yeah. they they charged one person with three murders on one person. So yeah, that is true. So. Ever since she was seen on surveillance video leaving the crime scene where the victim lay bleeding on the sidewalk. Barbara Gustern was 87 years old and suffered a traumatic brain injury after witnesses told police she was shoved to the pavement by a young woman who called her an offensive name that begins with the letter B. AJ Gustern bitch. is the victim's grandson. Yeah, bitch. She crossed the street, shouted something derogatory at my grandmother and pushed her down and then fled across the street and just fled. The motive was still not clear late this afternoon and sources say the two women did not know one another. Ms. Gustern was a beloved vocal coach who trained three generations of singers, many of whom performed on Broadway. She was on her way to a performance when she was shoved and died five days later. Lauren Pazienza's family lives in Port Jefferson, Long Island, but she maintains an address in Astoria, Queens. She worked most recently for a high-end French furniture designer. For days, A.J. Gustern says he tried to imagine who the suspect would turn out to be. To be honest, I'm white hot today. I've been trying to give this woman the benefit of the doubt. And it seems to me like this woman comes from a similar background. Like what really got to me was finding pictures of her smiling in art galleries, dressed nicely with other people. Defense attorney Arthur Idella. They're absolute strangers and whether it was a push or whether it was a shove or whether it was a kick or whether someone tripped, the evidence is not very solid on that at all. So we'll see what happens. Ms. Pazienza was distraught at times in court. She's apparently engaged to be married in June. Was. Her parents were in court today, but they did not comment as they left the building. The judge ordered a psychiatric examination, and she is ordered held on half a million dollars bail tonight. Live tonight in Manhattan, NJ Burke at Channel 7 Eyewitness News. Wait, that kid in Texas shot that whole fucking school up and didn't even fucking get that kind of bail. Look at me. I'm doubled up for some reason. Uh, don't know why that's happening. Uh, 
I don't see it. Oh, there you go. You will. There I am. Uh, half a million dollar bail. I mean, at least they actually put the right amount of bond on this woman. It's just, I just wonder what type of people, what goes through your mind that you'd push down some old lady? I, I like don't know. I, mean, I, I really I, don't. I you know damn well, I mean, somebody could say something that'll just trip you off. I mean, younger people are more likely to fly off the handle than more mature people. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. So how old they said she was, 27? Did they say how old she was? Yeah, she was young, like 23 or 27, but it says called her a name that started with the letter B. Yeah. I mean, what is this, Sesame Street? Yeah, it wasn't uh, wasn't big, uh, wasn't it wasn't uh, Bravo or, or beautiful. I'm sure. I just would. I mean, I have no idea what's going on in this younger generation's heads that they would want to hurt old people. Well, I sent you that thing earlier about that kid crying because you know we're not flying over there to start war with Russia. The wrong podcast, but he was screaming like he needed a safe space. Uh, I wonder how she. I wonder how this woman was raised. I'd love to see her parents. Probably loaded, very privileged. Probably so. I, I wouldn't doubt it. Convicted felon charged with attempted murder after attacking cop with a baseball bat, trying to bash in his head. Oh no! Oh no! You shoot him. Yeah, that's a deadly weapon. You gonna play that video, or you ain't got it? No, I got it. You just jumped right on into it before I was ready. In a Walmart. Damn. Two. Nope. Number three. Count Chocula over here. This one. What? This sign will pick up in a minute. This guy, that guy right, right there, he uh he'd been arrested before. This wasn't his first run in. He'd been arrested before. Uh, I had read they had some more in there for uh being violent against the police also. This guy's definitely got a history, uh they got called they got called there because he was in Walmart basically shoplifting and stuff. He stole the bat and stuff out of there. I'm sorry, but instantly taser. He's got a deadly weapon, taser. I think he was too close and did come at him too quick. He, he didn't have anything in his hands at the time. He's got oh, two he, hands, one taser, he, one gun. He had to block the bat from hitting him in the head. I mean, he was too close. He was in within that reactionary gap. I mean, you seen how quick the guy got up on him like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think he did good for blocking it and putting the dumb ass in jail. So, Okay. Uh, I was I was answering a message. Uh, I got it. Oh, by the way, while you're doing that, the hell did I get into the other day? 
Uh, anyway, he he's in jail. Uh, should stay in jail for a while, a while at least five years. He uh, uh yeah, but you know how I go. He's uh, he's a previous convicted felon. They charged him with attempted murder after he attacked the cop with the baseball bat. Uh, this happened in uh, it'll Cajon, California. Uh, so he's in custody. Uh, after trying to hit him in the head, it happened on March the fourth. They responded to the Walmart over there uh, just before four p.m. for a reported man trying to steal sporting goods. Guess he wanted to go play. Uh, oh, so did he steal the bat? Yeah, I mean, sounds like it. When just walking around with it. Uh, uh, the loss prevention officer at Walmart had alleged had alleged had alleged that the suspect was threatening customers and employees while trying to steal multiple items inside the store. So he's probably threatening them with the bat also. Probably. Yeah, okay. I'm okay. Uh, we're doing, uh, he was 26 years old. His name was Julian Sebastian Caruco. Uh, of course, we saw him exiting the store with the bat. The officer, if you if you listen to him when he was up there, he, he was telling the dude, look, let's sit down and talk about it. Because a lot of times these Walmarts uh, will, like, oh, we got our stuff back, trespass them, just tell them he, don't want to come, he can't come back here no more. Like I said, sometimes they don't even press charges. Like, don't come back anymore. If you come back again, you know, you do, we're definitely going to put you in jail. So that's probably what the cop was thinking. Well, it didn't work out like that. Uh, of course, he refused to sit down and tried to hit the cop. I mean, he, he was right there on top of him. I believe that's why he didn't have time. I, he didn't have time to pull his weapon out. He had already had to have his weapon out at the time or taser to try to do anything with it. He'd have been totally justified shooting him if he would have oh, had it out. And it never would have even hit the news. And you know why? You'd have heard him. Uh... No, I don't, I don't think he wanted the, the cop to shoot him, Jennifer. I just think he's a dumb idiot. Hey, did you know the first Burger King was opened in Miami, Florida in 1954? Nobody's listening. Everybody's listening. He said uh, that he did, uh, he suffered some minor injuries, and after he got released from the jail uh, hospital, they did book him in for the attempted murder charge. It wasn't his first time. He was convicted also before of uh, fighting with the cops before also. So, hopefully this piece of shit, that dude, will uh, be locked up for a while. He's just an idiot. Uh, next time, he may catch, catch the wrong end of that gun. Because uh, I guarantee you that the cop that was there is going to be a whole lot more gunshot. Gun I mean, bat shot. Can't say gunshot of it uh, at all. And this next one, we're still in California. Yep. Three California men charged in the shooting death of a former police officer who was protecting a news crew. I'll be damned. Oh, here we go. Wonderful Oakland, California. When California's plague of smash and grab crimes turned deadly in November, the progressive attitude that they were victimless crimes was shown to be fair, terribly false. They're not. They are not victimless crimes for the store owners. Uh, who see their livelihoods being drained of cash and property. Not for the customers who are threatened with violence and terrorized by thugs with weapons they aren't legally allowed to possess. And certainly not for Kevin 
Nishida, a former police officer who was shot and killed by the criminals while he was protecting a news crew that was reporting on the smash and grab crime. Uh, Shadida Mitchell, Herschel Hale, and Laren Gilbert were charged by Alameda County DA with the murder of Kevin Nishida. Mitchell and Hale are in custody. OPD is asking for the public's help in locating Gilbert. If you have any information, call Oakland. Um, I don't know why I just opened Twitter. I don't even have a Twitter. On March 17th, the Oakland Police Department announced that three men identified as gang members have been charged with the murder in the November 24th shooting of Nishida, the former San Jose police officer that was shot in the abdomen as a suspect attempted to rob the KRON-TV news team of its camera equipment. He died three days later in the hospital. That's yes. the three guys up there. As y'all can see, I put up. That's the the three fellas. Uh, of course, if you can hear from his name, uh, I'm going to apologize. I had a picture of the man that was uh, shot and killed. I forgot to put it up, but uh, he is of Asian uh, descent, as you can tell from his name. But these three guys here, Kills his man for what reason? Because they wanted to burn and loot and murder. So, it's it's getting it's just getting ridiculous. I said so I just did that. I just did that that one thing yesterday from uh, all the Louisiana stuff. And there's still more. There's more that come out today. It's it's plum ridiculous. Anyway, these three pieces of shit dirt bags right here. Derp, 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 derp. Don't do that. I'm gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> copyrighted. Hopefully they they rot in jail, but it's California. Uh, unfortunately, they probably gave him a teddy bear, uh, chocolate chip cookie. Well, I don't know. It's California. They probably gave him a teddy bear, a keto friendly cookie, and uh, I don't know a vegan carrot. I don't know. Oh no, um, that'd be worse than anything. <laughs> you give me veg or vegan meals, oh, I'd die. So. Well, anyway, like I said, they they desire to probably go to prison for the rest of their life or uh, be put on death penalty. But, nope. They'll probably end up getting out. I'm telling you, whoppers are delicious. Jeez. You like possum. Better than the fried chicken dicks you enjoy. We've got these, the next one coming up, we've got three, three fellas in here. This is an older story. Uh, It came out. This is a police officer that was murdered uh, on her way to her car. The boyfriend murdered her. And now, and now, I believe it's uh, the boyfriend that was with her, is, is Boohoo. And he says, I am being treated unfairly. Accused cop killer complains that the defense lawyers keep dropping his case. Well, my heart goes out. This is actually from Louisiana also. Up in Shreveport, the man accused of pulling the trigger in the shooting death of a Shreveport police officer complains that the public defenders keep abandoning him. Motherfucker looks like Kevin Hart next to her. I'm sorry. No, not quite. (laughs) In a letter, the accused killer uh, also told the Caddo District Attorney that he is being denied access to evidence against him. How do you like he goes from killing this, this, this police officer, this woman, who I think he was engaged to or dating, to now he's the fucking victim. Trayvon Anderson. I see him next to her right over here also. A little guy. 29 years old. 
who's been charged with second-degree murder for the January 9, 2019 shooting, death of 22-year-old Shreveport officer, uh, I don't know how to say her name, Shateri Payne, as she walked towards her police car. It says police cat, but I'm pretty sure it means police car to leave for work. <laughs> Uh, says she was shot at least four times with at least one round striking her in the head. Jesus. Anderson, Lawrence, and uh, Pierre, and I mean, Lawrence Pierre second and Glenn Montreal Ferrison were not these three pieces of shit up here. While arrested in connection with the slaying, they have been held on charges of second degree murder. The three have uh, all pled not guilty to the shooting. The co-defendants are scheduled for trial uh, next month in April. Adnerson, Mr. Fuckface right here and over there with her, was uh, the boyfriend, her boyfriend, and shot her multiple times. He was implicated by his cousin, Pierre, man right next to him right here. Why like, the fuck? He's like, oh, man, fuck you, who said he witnessed the shooting. Anderson and Payne lived together and had a two-year-old daughter. So now they got a two-year-old that's without her mom, and the dad, yeah, probably, dad. dad probably didn't have much to do with her anyway. I mean, he's a piece of shit. He mean, killed his what the fuck girlfriend and the mother to his, his child. Pierre admitted to detectives that he was present when Payne was shot and hid the murder weapon, a forty caliber handgun. Police said Pierre hid the murder weapon and led them to it after they began questioning him. Pierre, 21, was a deputy clerk of court at the Cato Juvenile Court. Uh, Ferrison, 38, was also implicated by Pierre. He told police that Ferrison, this guy all the way over here right there, uh, accompanied him to the scene of the crime and left with him after Payne was killed. Getaway driver. Yeah, basically. Court documents detailed a volatile relationship between Anderson and Payne. Family told police that Payne was planning to end her relationship with Anderson at the time of the shooting. That's probably what, what instigated it. In the February 17th letter to the district attorney, James Stewart Anderson requested copies of the evidence in state the state intended to use against him at trial. Anderson claimed he was told there was too much evidence and his public defender did not want to pay the fees required. Anderson wrote, Mr. Stewart, I am fighting for my life. Well, kind of like she was when you fucking shot her in the head. I'm in, no, I love this word, I'm entitled I'm entitled to see the evidence against me, but I still haven't I still haven't seen it yet. All I want is this trial to be fair and for the truth to come out. I have been getting treated unfairly since the beginning of this. I can't even face my accuser because we are on a joint trial and that's my legal right. Your accuser. I think she would be deceased. Yeah. He also argued that he had gone through seven different public defenders because they all got off my case because it was so high profile and political. And a conflict of interest. They probably got off your case probably because you're a whiny little bitch who fucking thinks you know everything. That's probably why they Same reason he killed his girlfriend. Yeah. The public defenders all got off my case. I haven't even had effective counsel to represent me and review the case. You know what? Why don't you get your family to hire you a fucking attorney then? I, I, why don't you do that? Because if Set my son if my son shot his girlfriend at point blank range, I'm not sure I would hire him an attorney. Oh, I'm sure they his family's like you know he was a good kid. He was getting his life together. He was actually on his way to church and he didn't shoot her. 
and you know he was actually going he was going to help the homeless before he went to church that day it's like i'm going to trial in the blind the justice system is supposed to be fair for all parties involved i'm sorry i don't feel sorry for this motherfucker whatsoever this is not the first time anderson has written a letter to the district attorney i'm just glad at least he knows how to fucking write he previously wrote to say he would accept a plea deal in the case. He offered to plead guilty if the state agreed to certain conditions. Now he's trying to dictate. Yeah, DAs don't like that He's shit. trying to tell them, look, you do that. I'll plead guilty to this. Uh, yeah, they don't like that. They probably like, fuck you. He later wrote a letter to the district attorney complaining about the plea offer, though he's complaining about the plea that he offered them. What, it was unfair? Your own plea offer was unfair? This is a self-entitled narcissistic motherfucker right here. Uh, complaining that the second-degree murder charge offer, offered was the same charge he was originally charged with. They're <laughs> like, okay, we'll, we'll offer you a second-degree murder charge. That's what you already charged? Yep, that's, that, that's your option. How was that a plea deal when it that's what I'm charged with? If convicted of second-degree murder, the three men face... Uh, life term in prison without the benefit of probation, parole, or the reduction of sentence. Yeah, first is death penalty, isn't it? No, uh, yeah, first degree in Louisiana is the death penalty. Second degree is uh, life without the possibility of ever getting out. This this dude right here, he's writing the district attorney. Oh, that's not fair. This ain't fair, motherfucker. What's fair? That that woman that gave birth to your child. And you fucking shot her in the head. You know what? He he can say, oh, everybody can say, oh, he's he's innocent until proven guilty. And then, okay. Well, I let me tell you. Whatever. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. prison ain't that bad. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that this motherfucker's guilty, okay? He's fucking guilty. He saw it. He's a, the getaway driver. This guy's like, oh, fuck you. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not taking this murder rap. They probably get him with accessory. He, they, he'll probably end up cutting a deal and get like 40 or 50 years. But this motherfucker right here, no. no there's a special place in hell for people like that. And now he's being a whiny little bitch about it. Whiny little bitch about it. Fuck that dude. Kristen, he's dealing with some stuff. <laughs> Who, who's dealing with some stuff? Me? No. Christian asked where Freebird was. Oh, uh, yeah, you write down. I sick and twisted. Yeah, yeah. He needs to go to Angola. Where's Freebird? Freebird, uh, not secret. They, uh, Freebird is, uh, you know, belongs to the Mason and Shiners and stuff like that. And they had uh, one of his fellow Masons have passed away. I don't know the the man, but he is attending his uh his funeral tonight. Is where he is paying his respects to that man. That's where he's at. Um, I swear we just covered that woman killed arm ripped from the body in mid carjacking. Mm-mm. I sent it to you, but we didn't talk about it. Gotcha. I, Let's go ahead. I got, I got video. Oh, fuck. Well, I haven't got to read it. Then everybody enjoy the show. <laughs> well, video is good to have. Got two videos on it. I'll say, I don't know what happened there. Neither. No wise thing something. There we go. Nope. Wrong one. There we go. In Austin Northcott knew something was wrong in his mid city neighborhood. I heard screaming like a really like a 
like you're about to die sort of scream, like one you don't hear, it's just not, no not a normal scream. Those screams were from a 73-year-old woman across the street who police say was carjacked and dragged to death by her own SUV. Witnesses say it happened when a vehicle pulled up next to her parked SUV on North Scott Street. It's just uh, heartbreaking to see that. Witnesses say the woman was caught in her seatbelt and dragged as her SUV sped off on Bienville Avenue, just steps away from Mark and Leanne Mascar's front door. I just started screaming and running because I just wanted to to get this person from this car. And if I could if I could do that, I could I could help this person. Police say the woman's arm eventually detached from her body on North Pierce Street, freeing her from the SUV. Neighbors ran over to try and help. She was still breathing. She was uh, very slowly breathing. I tried to call 911. Oh. Unfortunately, the phone rang for over four minutes and 45. Damn. That's because yeah. Precious was there. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, th this, is so, <laughs> this is so fucked up right here. That, first of all, this, this older, this old lady gets carjacked. She gets hung up in there and these kids take off with her. And I say kids because I'm going to show you the video. They, they they show video, but not of her getting dragged. They cut it. She lived own. long enough and to feel her arm be ripped from its socket. Could you imagine what it must feel like to have one of your body parked ripped from your body while you're still alive like that no no it's ungodly then, i think they need to do it to the carjackers then this man right here calls 911, and the phone rings for four minutes and nobody fucking answers the phone at 911. come on now you know the caliber of of people they hire come it's on though i mean jesus i mean four four minutes that that is it's totally unacceptable in anybody's standards. Five seconds before I hung up from that. Let, I mean, let, I want to listen to it. The phone rang for over four minutes and 45 seconds before I hung up from 911. It took 10 to 15 minutes. So don't tell me he don't know exactly. He went from, he knows that four minutes and 45 seconds. He knows exactly how long he was waiting and nobody answered and he hung up. Hell, in that amount of time, you could have threw her in the car and drove her to the hospital. Holy shit. Yeah, and they still didn't answer. It's for paramedics to get there. She's still breathing. I can feel a pulse. And the anger was like, where the hell is the ambulance? You know, we, we were there and I kept hearing loads of police cars turn up, but no ambulance. When it did, paramedics pronounced the woman dead, leaving folks in this neighborhood horrified and police searching for four suspects. I didn't just say them. Teenage. Look at them. They're one of them. Fucking teenagers. Look like girls, too. See the car, they murdered someone today. Yeah, I mean, it's Monday at one o'clock in the afternoon. It's not, everybody's out getting lunch, not worried about, you know, whether or not they're gonna live or not. It was one of the most grotesque, surreal, horrific things I've ever seen. Complete reckless disabandon, no regard for human life. About 15 blocks away, on the corner of Dumaine and North Dupree, police found the SUV abandoned in the Bayou St. John neighborhood. Two crime scenes, adding to a growing list of deadly violence in New Orleans. In the end, it's just the, the criminals that are that are ruining it for everyone who lives here. There is something really wrong when when you have to walk outside your house and and you're and and that is part of your day that some woman is getting dragged down the street. Mike McDaniel. <laughs> That's exactly right, Roy. Yeah, I mean. I'm still, you know, this lady lost her life because somebody wanted to, these kids were too fucking lazy to walk or something like that. Steal her car. She, they ripped her, her arm is ripped from her body. That's just got to be horrific, right? That's, 
Then, yeah, then, I mean, it, then nobody, it's a shame nobody knew how to apply a tourniquet because I'm sure she just bled out. Well, I mean, well, her being age, she was good chance she probably had a heart attack during this whole process, also, which probably did not help it. No, but uh, it's just I'm gonna show you the video. It, it, it they they released a video. They, I think they have made arrest in it. Uh, of course, they're juveniles, so we don't have no names and stuff like that. So let's uh, get over to that one. Yeah, it's a reminder, people. Make sure your doors are locked anytime you're inside of your vehicle. You can see all of them. There's three of them right here walking down the street. It's like they're looking for something. They, she must be sitting in her car. They go back. Look, this other car is coming. You see them cars coming? And this one turned around. Like, okay, let, let's. They think that. Look, watch them. They saw her sitting in her car. Look, the car's coming. He turn, they turn around him, her, whatever the fuck it is. They leave out there out of the camera, and they come, they come back short time later. You'll see them. I mean, then this one comes running from I don't know where, probably a lookout or something. They just jump in the car like, okay, let's go. The other side, they probably pulling the woman out. They said they'll, they'll cut it before. They're not going to show this poor lady being dragged down the road to her death. But, um, I mean, it's, it's like they're not even in the fucking that big of a hurry. Cars going by and shit. And they start pulling off. I guess this one didn't go. I don't know. That right there is just every one of those kids should be locked up in Angola for the rest of well, me personally, I think they ought to be. You do a fire I, firing squad. Um, no, you remember the old days? They take a horse on both sides of your arms and rip your arms off. Yeah, they could do that too. Yeah, that, I, I agree with that. A little eye for eye, a tooth for a tooth. If you want to do that to people, we'll do it to you. The fuck, you mean Roy's moving to Louisiana? Yeah, I, I, that's right, Dan. Uh, it's just but these kids. You have children like this again. People will get tired of hearing me say it again. Arrest the parents. Arrest the parents. Put the parents in jail too. Put their arms off too. If they are under, if these kids are all juveniles, put the parents in jail too. Every time a juvenile commits a a crime like this, they need to go. They need to go to jail too. Yep. Because obviously, obviously, parents are not raising their children with any kind of respect, human dignity, morals. Or anything anymore. Nothing. These kids are being raised on fucking rap videos, YouTube, and fucking whoever. Their, gr- their grandmas and the devil are raising them. So, it's just it's just horrific. I bet you don't want to go back to New Orleans again, do you there? Who, me? Yeah. I'd love to go to New Orleans. Of course, I carry a gun everywhere I go, so. I'm just saying, though. I mean, it's just, it's it's ridiculous. You shouldn't have, you know, was we we shouldn't have people shouldn't have to live like that. And if you looked at the video, it's not a bad neighborhood. You got four fucking little thug ass kids. Hey, can I squeeze in a story? Shit. I don't know. It depends on what you're gonna squeeze. <sighs> what you want with a squeeze? There, never mind. Unacceptable number of fights. Pasco superintendent says. Students now face expulsion for fighting. 
then this is also the same county. Well, it's my county. Um, but the uh, one where they had the race riot, or not the race riot, but the LGBTQ riot. Um, apparently, the fights are just like hundreds of fights a week. The number of fights has reached an alarming level, Kurt Browning said. Pasco County, Florida, the Pasco County School District is issuing a stern warning to students about fighting. Going forward, stu- forward students could face expulsion if they engage in fights, physical attacks, battery, or physical abuse, or disruptive acts, which disruptive acts here in the state of Florida is a felony at a learning facility. I acknowledge that there has been an accept- unacceptable number of fights and disruptions in our schools, said Kurt Browning, superintendent of Pasco County Schools. He addressed students, staff, and parents in a video message on Tuesday, he did, about the ongoing concerns regarding fights in the classroom on buses in Pasco County. For the vast majority of students and parents, this message is intended to let you know that I have heard the concerns from teachers, leaders, students, and parents, said Browning. The district is now issuing a stern warning to students about the repercussions going forward. For the small but significant amount of students who engage in fights or serious misbehaviors, this message is a warning that failure to behave appropriately in the schools re- will result in serious consequences, said Browning. So basically in the past, we the schools have just kind of let you get away with whatever you want. Um, you remember back when you were in middle school and high school, you probably never would have dreamed of telling your teacher, fuck you. Well, this is what happens for the past five, six years. They've allowed that saying that's freedom of speech. What? Yes. You can walk into class and your teacher say, get your number two pencils ready for the test. And you could basically look at her and say, go fuck yourself, Miss So-and-so. And that was protected under freedom of speech. They usually say, please don't do that. No, that that would have gotten me since the principal's office got yep. five licks suspended. And then sent home to get the same. Then, then I'd have got home and got hit a whole lot worse than what I did at yeah. school. That's what's wrong, Corporal. Everybody's like, oh, no, don't, don't whip the poor little babies. And, of course, you know, they, they have a dress code, but then you pull up to the, the wonderful pickup line and you see these girls walking around with the uh, TikTok yogurt britches. Really? You know? Yeah, oh, yeah, with their asses and shit, it, like their little belly shirts. Yep. But yet they have a school dress code. They mm. just don't enforce it mm. because, Cause you know. Why do we need rules? Yeah, exactly. So then you wonder why it escalates into physical violence. No shit. If you keep getting away with it, you're eventually going to do the next bad thing. So we'll see if he actually follows through with this shit and actually kicks kids out of school. I seriously fucking doubt it. Um, but we'll see. What's next? This next one here is on uh, refund the police people, the activists, the uh, oh, the <laughs> defund the defund the police people. <laughs> refund the police. Yeah, the defund the police people are pissed off because the police are getting refunded. Uh. Activists, this is on from the uh, law enforcement today. Is uh, activists are absolutely outraged that as crime explodes in the cities and city, police department will be getting refunded. I mean, because that's such a fucking hor- <laughs> it's such a horrible thing. Can you believe it? It makes sense. Kansas City, Missouri, the Kansas City Police Department will reportedly be getting. $269 million in the upcoming fiscal year. But not everyone is thrilled about this. 
According to the news report, the police department's funding outpaces all other city agency includes and includes an extra $33 million. That's because now they got to try to play catch up for all the shit y'all got rid of. State that law. The next, I think the next story I have. That's because I added this one. Oh, okay. State law requires that the police department received at least 20% of the city's general fund, but Kansas City residents and politicians are disputing on how that extra $33 million should be utilized. <clears throat> Mayor Quentin Lucas wants to use that extra money to create a community policing and prevention fund. However, residents such as John Simpson, a member of the local social justice organization, more too, don't think the police should get any money. He complained about the crime rate in police department. What? We keep putting more and more money into officers. Our crime rate doesn't really change. We still have police department that doesn't measure up. Uh, y'all cut their budget last year, and y'all ran off all kind of cops. The mayor's funding proposal would go toward increasing salaries and hiring more officers who would focus on community outreach and crisis intervention. Uh, yeah, hiring more people. Such, you probably remember that. Such a Back horrible day, thing. You remember when we were actually able to walk through neighborhoods or get to sit there and talk to somebody and get to talk to the citizens in the community instead of going call to call to call to call to call? Yep. God. A lot, a a lot, a lot of these, especially these big, big areas, uh, it's hard to community police because especially if you're shorthanded and they're so busy, they uh, the police have become reactionary, which they don't – they're just – call takers and reacting to the crime they're not out actually being proactive which helps prevent the crime oh yeah if they're, if they're afraid that you're going to stop by and hang out at the local cookout uh yeah they're not going to do a drive-by there it's the worst time it says nearly 4.7 million would go toward the community outreach staff which lucas says could also support community action networks that shit don't work it's just Lining the pockets or some social justice warrior to say, oh, I was out talking to the kids today. Give me a million dollars for the year. That's their job. An example would be the Westside Community Action Network, which pairs local residents with a code enforcement officer focused on property maintenance. Yeah, that that's going to stop crime. That That's going to stop crime. Somebody oh, has. it is proven fact that cleaner neighborhoods tend to have less crime. <clears throat> Two police officers and a neighborhood specialist partner to improve the West Side neighborhood. How about you if you have a house, you fucking keep it clean yourself. That's what code enforcement's for. During a recent community meeting, he touted the idea that the entire community has an interest in prevention programs. Like many other law enforcement agencies, the Kansas City Police Department has had to deal with an increase in violent crimes and staff shortages. It just goes on about it. But anyway, like I said, the, the social justice warriors are boohooing that the cops are actually getting more money now because crime's through the roof. I don't know what they thought was going to happen when less cops, more crime. They thought we'd get rid of the cops and we're going to live in Wonka land where everybody's swimming in, y'all don't know, milk chocolate rivers. And <laughs> Well, they are going to be swimming in milk chocolate rivers because they keep defunding everything and it's gonna be brown and sludgy because it's full of fucking shit and you can swim in it and think it's milk chocolate you can even lick it you might get some corn or something fuck i don't know holy shit but it's not gonna solve the problem 
what did I just go too nasty for everybody or what? Stop gagging. You'll be all right. Deal with it. Yeah, well, I remember us talking about that, Jared. <laughs> Jared says, check out articles on homeless camps he allowed in downtown. And that's where all the crimes happen. No, homeless people committing crimes? Come on, Jared. That doesn't no. happen, does it? No, not homeless people. Homeless people are just, uh, they're just. They need help. They're victims. Oh. They're, they're such victims. So, moving on. Video shows white cop grabbed Taze. No, I, did, I, pulled, after... I pulled that one. You yanked it? Yeah. There's not enough video. Since he threw out there, what say about the uh, where is this at in Florida? I think it's in Florida, right? I believe Ooh, the, it. the video that this cop uh, basically uh, pulls a guy out. I think he tases him or something like that. But it, it's only from the bad guy's video. They haven't put out the body cam footage, and that's why I changed my mind. I'm going to wait, and everybody other it might be too late after other people might talk about it, but they don't have the body cam video out. So, of course, the bad guy's video is only shot a certain way, and it only starts at a certain point. It don't show you the whole thing. Even from that part of it, I already have my opinion that uh, there's two type of uh, resistings. I had a discussion with this some with somebody years ago because they're like, "Oh, they did this and, and they wasn't even fighting them." I said, "Hold on a second. Doesn't uh, matter. I said, "Do you know what passive resisting is?" And they were like, "No." And I explained it to them. I said, "Failure to comply." If, if I give you an order, I'm like, "Get out of your vehicle," and you basically refuse to get out your vehicle, and I keep giving you that that order to get out of your vehicle and I have a lawful I can lawfully tell you to get out of your vehicle and you refuse that is resisting arrest you are now passively resisting me you're not physically resisting me but you're passively so when I go to try to move, remove you from the vehicle you pull back you're not fighting me you're not hitting me but you're pulling back against me still refusing to get out of your vehicle that is resisting arrest so I've done tried verbal uh, now I'm I tried soft, empty hand, trying to pull you. Now I'm just going to go to the taser spray, and you keep escalating your use of force. I believe that's what happened here, and they're trying to throw the narrative. Of course, you know, it's a white cop and a black person. So I'm going to wait, and hopefully the body video will come out. But that's just my opinion on it. That's why I just didn't want to play it. So what's next, boss? The next one is actually a, a better one. Uh the how uh, you can read it. Florida. You you can read it, and then I'll show the video. It's a Florida Highway Patrolman was attacked on side of the road. <clears throat> nope. Pop up about Ukraine. Don't care. Florida Highway Patrol trooper attacked on interstate and by fan. Oh yeah, I've seen this. This is all over the internet. Yes. Um. Basically, a little punk ass decided he was going to take one right hook jab to the fucking trooper's chin. And as soon as he did, the fight went on. They rolled around the, the median, and uh, this is to say the semi-truck drivers and plenty of others ran to the aid of the trooper. And uh, I don't know if you got a picture of Alexander Hernandez I got, Delgato. I got the video. I was letting you talk about it first. Yeah, he got lit the fuck up. Yeah, that's what you get, well, man. Don't fuck around the gunshine state. My thing is, it's about damn time that instead of people stopping and pulling their fucking phones out for they can try to go viral on something. TikTok. Oh yeah, this ain't New York, brother. This, we like our cops down here. The the civilians got out and helped the cop instead of just trying to videotape it. Both so, northbound and southbound traffic stopped. But uh so let, let, let's watch the video. It'll be video five. 
That's not it. <laughs> Hold on. Let's try this one. Here we go. Eighteen wheeler truck driver stopped right away. Cops got him in a full mount. Oh yeah, he's riding his ass like a monkey. Truck driver got out. Car, and they got another guy. Two other people come from the opposite uh, lanes over there, and there's two more people just showed. <laughs> Bad guy was like he was in all kind of crap. Uh, anyway, fuck that dude. Uh, he he probably didn't get everything he deserved right there. No, no, bam! You can't. That's not fair. The truck driver was just the quickest one to respond. There, there's about four or five people on it. These are civilians. I mean, they're all good people. Uh, like I said, this is the South. You know, it, I hate to tell you. But this ain't New York. This ain't Chicago. You start messing around with somebody wearing a badge around here, there's enough good people that are going to fuck your life up for touching them. Yeah, it's about damn time, though. I, I like to see that they, uh, the general public civilians stopped the, the helpless man. Uh, he wasn't getting his ass whipped, but it made his job a whole lot easier putting this piece of shit in jail. Uh, like I said, most of the time now, especially in these big cities, all you see is cell phones come out. Nobody helps. They just want to video it and and go viral. And that didn't happen, so that was actually a good one right there. Because we got a great governor like Big Daddy DeSantis. Is that what you call him, Big Daddy? You oh, hell yeah. Or do you just call him Daddy? I usually call him Governor whenever he calls me. Or he calls you? Yeah. Like Believe on, it or not. Like, like all the time, he's like, oh, Sarah, what's going on? No, we've talked about four times. He's great. Like, he's he's actually a governor that if you send his department, like, an email, his secretary will sh show it to him and be like, you interested in talking to him? And he'll actually reach out and call people. Roy said something about some citizen shooting uh, somebody. This next story we're going to go into uh, – it's from Louisiana. It says, uh, one traffic stop led to $4,342 in fines. He said it again, $4,342 in fines. Uh, the, justice, the justice system benefits. Uh, Ingrid Hamilton remembers feeling annoyed when the blue lights flashed on Lo Loyola Avenue near New Orleans. City Hall. I hadn't gotten a ticket in years, Hamilton said. But she wasn't wearing a seatbelt, so she knew she had to pay the piper. Was that the cop's name, Piper? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> she was surprised to learn that her driver's license had expired. And it, you know what? I mean, I don't look at my license like, I mean, I got to show it every now and then to get medications or whatever, but because I'm old enough now that. He got enough gray and shit in my hair and my beard that uh, I don't get carded 
from being underage for buying alcohol or anything. But, you know, certain things you got to show your ID. But I do. I know every year around my birthday, I'll pull my driver's license out and I'll look at it just to make sure. Because that's usually when your driver's license expires. It's around your birthday. It, it don't take much effort. Yeah, I was driving around on suspended ta- or uh, expired tags for about two weeks. I was like, oh, shit. Anyway, my bad. Her, her license had expired and and her insurance had expired too well oh, shit. i don't know how you don't know that happened the fine for those tickets were $647.50 that she couldn't afford obviously she couldn't afford insurance either right. i'm surprised they didn't tow her car for not being insured the tickets began a seven-year odyssey during which the fines and fees grew steadily to $4,342.50. So this is on her. <clears throat> they, 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 I already read it previously. I knew what happened, but this is on this, this is on this woman. This is this woman's fault. If she'd have went up yeah. there, they, they would have worked with her. Hell, they would have gave her, she could have went and picked up trash on the weekends, done community service for it. Okay. This is on her. State, Y'all do that? What, community service? If you can't afford to pay it, pay off debts. Oh yeah, if you if, if she would have went up there and said, "Look, I, I'm, I really don't have the money to do this," they said, "Fine, come up here, uh, go to such and such uh, Saturday, and you got to do 15 hours of community service. So you can do it over, you know, you know, five hours on a time on, on Saturdays or whatever, picking up trash. You don't have to pay none. You got to go pick trash up on Saturday, but it's not going to cost you no money. It's just going to cost you time. Yes, they I'd do. I'd rather do that. That's awesome." State law allows courts to assess defendants a 20% surcharge on top of the total unpaid fees as a collection cost. District attorneys can tack on another 20%, while probation and parole can collect 10% more, and the Office of Debt Recovery can assess defendants a 25% surcharge. A trained welder, now, now she's saying she couldn't afford it. I mean, <laughs> a trained welder, Hamilton was unable to get work. What? This right here is the the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard. If she is a trained certified welder, she can there, there's plenty, there's a shit ton of work. Absolutely. Making starting making a minimum of like twenty five, thirty dollars an hour. Okay? So so I don't wanna I don't wanna hear this, Miss Hamilton. You fucking full of shit. If you're a trained welder, you can find a job if you want a job. She said she was unable to get to work because she couldn't produce a driver's license. Uh, that means uh, something with the Twit card. She probably couldn't go work in a plant. But there's other welding jobs that you don't need to go inside a plant to do that she could have got oh. a job. So, so she's just full of excuses also. Eventually, she got help from the Justice and Accountability Center of Louisiana to clear the tickets. She got her license back and is working. So she went and cried to some, you know poor pity me group they have to do it the justice and accountability center has recently closed 1796 cases involving 439 people and more than one million dollars in fines cost to new orleans parish alone i don't know if they understand the reality that someone living in poverty or in a low-wage job Look, she is a if she is a fucking certified welder. She could she go to any mechanic shop. Not, be a certified she, welder. She is not poverty. 
Okay, that is not a low-income job. Low-income job, that's if you flipping burgers, okay? I'm, I'm not trying to be mean. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's a job. I'm proud of anybody, happy to hear anybody have a job. But if you want to talk about a low-paying job, all right, a minimum-wage-paying job, which is McDonald's, Burger King, places like that, okay, even Walmart, minimum-wage job. Yeah, this woman's a fucking welder, and you're trying to tell me she's got a, a low-paying job? I know for a fact that that's bullshit. Oh. Aaron says, uh, and they received these fines and fees. Pulling up another case at random, she pointed to the cost of a jury fee. Jurors are not seated for traffic cases and charges for building security along with other costs that raised the traffic fines to a point that the client could not, would have to work 63.3 hours to pay off the debt. Okay, and, and, anyway, he goes on, blah, 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 blah. She's you know, just a crybaby bitch. She's a crybaby. You can afford to pay her. I, 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 oh, I didn't pay my tickets. And then, I, bitch, seven she years. She was fine with it as long as she got away with it. Seven years? Mm-hmm. I, I don't want, I don't, uh, I'd like to get a big cup, a big, a big cup. I wish I had a big bowl right here. And I'd put a spoon in it. And I'd look like to look at Miss Hamilton and scoop in here and say, open your mouth, Miss Hamilton, because here's a big spoonful of shut the fuck up in your crying ass get back to work bitch because i don't want to hear it fuck you that's really loud really loud that is my hot nut story i don't like that bitch that's my hot nut right there is the fucking bitch alabama woman we're not going to read this because this woman doesn't need any kind of attention, but I will go through it shortly. Alabama woman accused of shooting heroin while giving birth. Baby died shortly thereafter. So basically she was in pain while she was having the baby. And instead of asking for, you know, normal fucking meds, she shoots a needle into her fucking arm midway and uh, loses the kid. Um, she's a loser piece of shit that, uh, yeah. Yeah. She That's like, amazing. She looks like a fucking elf. She does look like an elf, but I mean, I think an elf would be more attractive, like pointier ears and stuff. I don't know. Has the picture popped up for you yet? She looks more like a troll. I'm looking straight at the story. Oh, well, if y'all can see her, she, she's, uh, I don't know. This bitch here. You gonna fucking shoot dope? She, she pro- has other children, she, but they're not in her custody. She was probably shooting dope the whole entire, the whole entire time. She was pregnant with that child. So I don't know what this is, but uh, they're actually looking at the toxicology report now to see if they can charge her with murder. Well, it should be it should be murder. Yeah, because the baby was able to take a breath. It was midway through the uh, process. But you can see her up here, this fucking bitch. And I'm probably gonna say some stuff that probably might not that might piss some people off right here. Or might hurt some feelings, but that's how I feel. Uh, if she'd been using drugs the whole entire time she was pregnant, and she was giving birth to this child, uh, it's sad to say uh, this child might be better off where it's at now than being, yeah, than living and trying to deal with the effects of the amount of drugs she was probably pumping in his little system the entire time she was pregnant. That's so sad to see too. I don't know if you've ever been to the NICU. Where it basically it's narcotics unit for uh, like newborn babies that are they get the shakes and everything. Oh yeah, I mean like, th- this like what a way to come into a world. Yeah, I mean th- this child might have had some type of 
mental disorders, brain damage. Uh, like I said, it it's sad to say. And I ain't trying. I ain't trying to be mean about it. But the, the child's probably better off. It's an honest fact. So, sad. It's sad, sad but it's... but it's the truth. This next one is a uh, out of Texas. This is another one you don't have. I didn't do that on purpose. It just happened to be. Uh, I was a couple short. I said, I think I sent it to you. I texted it to you. Oh, is that one of them? Yeah. Uh, this one's out of Texas. A constable uh, can't, is coming under attack because he was. Uh, he's actually doing a damn good job. He's coming under attack because he refuses to back down because he is sharing arrest photos of the criminals. Criminals on social media. Montgomery County, Texas. A constable from Texas had found himself on the hot seat after critics have voiced complaints that he and his office are posting pictures of those they arrest on social media. While the constable has not only admitted to this being true, he also points out that is it, it that it is illegal for him to do so. Montgomery County Precinct 5 Constable Office has a public Facebook account, and most law enforcement agencies do. The webpage has roughly 6,400 users who get to see the constable's office in action every day, proving that they are spending their well-earned tax dollars wisely. While some are happy with keeping track of the deputies, some took issue when they saw a middle-aged woman sitting handcuffed in the backseat of a patrol vehicle. Okay, I mean, obviously she must have broke the law or had warrants. The woman had been detained by deputies for allegedly having possession of a controlled substance, which is a crime in the state of Texas if the person has no prescription. One of those who complained was a retired police commander, Jay Coons. Coons believed that the photograph was has was nothing more than unnecessary and served no legitimate purpose. Well, who have are these you? people ever heard of Grady Judd? Who are who are, who are you, Mister Coons? Are you, are you important, or do you think you're important? Uh, and retired police commander. I don't see a legitimate public service or public interest served by a law enforcement agency putting this out there and humiliating people just because they can't. Uh, it's kind of like live PD. When you're out in public like that, you don't have any expectation of privacy, okay? I mean, what's the difference when people running around videotaping us and shoving cameras in the cops' faces and shit like that? There's nothing we can do about it. It's totally illegal for them to do it. No, what, like I'm getting what, at. What's it's like little, shit, what's Grady, Grady Judd does it all the time. What's a little bit tit for tat? What was it? Test. What? I can hear you. No, I, uh, yeah, I can see the soundboard. Um, uh, Montgomery County, uh, he, he he's readily denounced that the photographs were in any way simply to embarrass those who have been arrested. Instead, Constable Jones said that he believed that the photographs were necessary to show the community that the agency was transparent. Right now, law enforcement has a lot of scrutiny going on about what we do out there. So we're wide open about what we do. I believe it's a way of letting the public know that we're out there taking care of business and what we're doing out there on a daily basis and what we are having to deal with as law enforcement. We want people to know we're making arrests. We want people to know that we're out there trying to clean up our streets, trying to get drugs off the streets. Councilman Jones also claims that the photographs that are posted on social media are not simply booking photos, but they are pictures of people whose criminal charges have been accepted by prosecutors. He also noted that each photograph they released has the notice that everyone pictures, pictured in it is innocent until proven guilty. 
Coons agreed that the photographs that are being shared are public knowledge, therefore not illegal. However, he believes just because a law enforcement agency can do something, that does not mean it should. Go, Coons, you go shut the fuck up. Yeah, I like Dan. In the Middle East, they like stone you to death in the middle of public. There's a difference what we're, we're in law enforcement authorized to do by law and what we ought to be doing. Despite complaints by Coons and others, Constable Jones has no intention of removing, removing the photograph. Good for you from his agency social media feeds. However, he does note that if any alleged criminal has their criminal record expunged, they will remove the photographs. Additional, Constable Jones alleges that his office has yet to receive any type of complaint, rather praise, from those that see his agency doing the work. This Mr. Coons man, you know what I'm betting? You know what I'm betting? You hear me He's a liberal. Nope, 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 nope. He's been arrested before and his picture's been aired. Nope, Mr. Coons is a, a retired police commander. What do retired police commanders and chiefs and sheriffs do once they retire? Drugs. No, they <laughs> they run for constable and marshal's office jobs. I think Mr. Coons going to try to run against this guy, and he's trying to smear his ass out there. So when he runs against him, maybe give him a little bit better chance, which I think is going to backfire on him. I think that's what's going on right there. Because other than that, is I, I don't understand. What's up, JoJo? We showed your uh, kangaroo pictures at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, we do. I'm going to jump in their pouch. <laughs> they need hugs. Coons needs to worry about his golf game. Where, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm telling you, Coons is doing this shit because I think he's going to make a run for office. I think he's going to run for office. Other than that, there's no reason. Why, why would he give a flying fuck about it? And he's sticking his nose in. I'm telling you, he's going to run. Uh, yeah, he's got something to do with it. One last story. We're going to close this uh, shit show out for the evening. Ooh, I can go home my knees. I'm thinking, I'm guessing the stream's been okay tonight. It actually has. It ain't glitched on me. It didn't start out like that. The last story is, uh, I'm going to let you read it, but it's the one I texted you, the St. Louis top prosecutor. I see it. Okay. St. Louis top prosecutor declines charges against armed suspect attempted carjacking of marked police SUV. The fuck? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's interesting. St. Louis, Missouri, of course. According to a report from Fox News, prosecutors in St. Louis have declined to file charges against a man who allegedly attempted to carjack a marked police SUV while two officers were sitting inside. The St. Louis Metropolitan Police Department sought charges of first-degree robbery, armed criminal action, and resisting arrest against a 27-year-old suspect who is being accused of carrying out an alleged carjack. There we go with that word. Alleged now, everybody. However, a Avita Caldwell... A spokeswoman for the police announced the St. Louis circuit attorney has refused to file charges. Caldwell referred all additional questions to the circuit attorney's office. Allison Hawk, a spokeswoman for the circuit attorney's office, spoke that she that the case is still under investigation, but still declined to answer whether charges were filed or not yet. According to authorities, officers responded to reports of shot fired around 3 a.m. in the morning on March 19th in the city. The officers in the marked police SUV, I'm going to take a pause right there. If me and you are in a car together, in a marked unit, 
responding to an active shots fired and somebody tried to drag us out of our vehicle. There's going to be some lead put down range somewhere. Thank you, because you're automatically at a heightened alert level. Yeah. <laughs> said uh, So let's see. The officers inside the Mark Police SUV said that a man stepped in front of their car as it was moving. And then the man stood next to the passenger's window while pointing a gun at the officers. Yeah, he would have fucking died. I don't know why they just didn't unload. Oh, my God. Was that, the what, officers what, were what did Grady Judd say? Why didn't you, why, why'd y'all only shoot him 900 times? Because we didn't have 900 Because ran out of bullets. <laughs> we ran out of bullets. The officers were able to maneuver out of harm's way while the suspect simultaneously discovered he was attempting to carjack a fully marked police vehicle. Oh God! According to the officers, so that's the, that's the guy's defense. I didn't I didn't know I was carjacking the cops. <laughs> according to the officer, because that makes it all right. According to officers, once the man realized it was a police vehicle, he ran off. And the two officers then called dispatch to provide a description of the man. The suspect was apprehended in a parking lot of a nearby restaurant. Um, wow! Police stated that no one was injured during the initial incident. Or the apprehension of 27-year-old suspects. I don't know if these two officers need a uh, like a medal or if they deserve to be fired. I'm kind of up in the air. I don't know. I don't know why they didn't. But except we wasn't there. I don't like armchair, arm, uh, armchair quarterbacking people too much. But uh, I don't see why this dude didn't catch no bullets. He he, he ought to be happy because uh, – yeah, you were you right there, and he should be on a T-shirt right now saying R.I.P. Rip, really good for him. So, hey, I guess this was his lucky day. He didn't die. Right. Like JoJo says, I agree, JoJo. He's a super wanker. He's a fucking <laughs> knobhead. All righty. Let's get this voting going. Uh, let's say. The guy that tried to steal the cop car. Okay. Could, that's you. We got one for him. And I'm voting for uh, the traffic stop lady that decided to let her fines go up to almost $5,000 and then cry about it because she's a dumb wanker herself. Uh, we got the uh, – it's not really hot nuts when you're beating up old people that we uh, talked about. So I'm not going to do that. Uh, what about – we got the convicted felon guy, the, base, the guy with the – Stealing a baseball bat out of Walmart that tried to hit the cop in the head with it. Uh, we got the poor guy that shot his police officer girlfriend and baby mama, the mother of his child, in, in head, and now he's crying about his problem with uh, not getting the fair stuff in jail. Um, we got the people crying that the cops are getting money back. We got the the woman that killed her child and uh, the constable that's being uh, saying, please no, uh, stop putting pictures of us up. So what we got. So Aaron says he's abstaining because he uh, got, uh, he wasn't here for all of it. Melissa said the cop car dude, we know why she's just voting for that because uh, I think she likes Holstera. Uh, Anastasia says cop car guy because that's the only story he heard. Or she heard, and uh, JoJo said, "I know Walker." She said that right. I said wanker correctly. Oh, asshole wanker! Lazy ticket lady, dance with me. I think we may be getting beat, getting beat out. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. 
Anybody else voting? You, you gotta admit, walking up walking up to a marked police unit and shoving a gun in the window, going, "Get the fuck out! It's my car." Well, I'm getting ready to say I'm getting ready to say a word you ain't supposed to say. I'm gonna say the R word. That dude's fucking. Yeah, no, that dude's fucking retarded. retarded. I'm sorry. I mean, there ain't no other word for it. And then his defense is, "Hey, I didn't know it was a cop car." Yeah, was it a marked unit? Did it have bar lights on top of it? I'm pretty it sure did. it did. That's what they said. <laughs> All right. Well, I ain't getting no more votes in, so uh, I guess uh, man steal man tries to steal cop car is gonna. Uh, Wins the hot nut of the of this one right here. Uh oh. <laughs> and for some reason, it's not pulling up my hot nut video. So, uh, I'm just not. We're just not gonna be able to play it. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> We can't play it. It's saying it's not found. I don't know what the hell. Uh, all right, we got another. Joe says, uh, "Yeah, hot car guy. I mean, cop car guy. Anyway, the cop car guy definitely got the hot nuts uh, thing. Even though I can't play it, and I just redid it too. I'm upset. I, had, I changed the music and everything, and added more stuff to it. It wouldn't be our podcast if everything worked out properly. <sighs> you are." Correct about that one. Uh, for the y'all that got to jump in yesterday, uh, like I said, that happened sometimes. I was in here working on stuff, and I had all these Louisiana stories, and I decided, what the hell, and jumped on here and put out an extra one. We all know it wasn't as entertaining without all the random it was, facts. It was, it was more entertaining. I actually got like 450,000 emails saying thank you for new random facts. <laughs> hey, did you, did you know the fortune cookie was invented in San Francisco? It's not actually Chinese. Okay. I, I did see uh, Bruce Leroy where he was looking for Confucius, and it was just a machine spitting out the stuff. I saw the movie. Bruce Leroy. I think that's right. Now. I played the video game Bruce Leroy. That was funny shit. <laughs> the wheelbarrow was invented in China. All right, everybody. Uh, Y'all have a beautiful night. Thank you for joining us. And uh, go ahead and hit them with your outro. Yep. Everybody be safe. Watch your back. Watch your partner's back. And remember to always smile because Ice Man can always be behind you.